Welcome. You are about to enter the Wooniverse. In five, four, three, two, one. Transport complete. Come inside a mystical, magical portal between worlds. I want to bring your mom through. She has an apology to make. Well, now we're in time. <laughs> Playful curiosity leads the way and beyond. You are on point already, but you just haven't put all the pieces together. <laughs> you won't believe the ahas that come up in every single conversation. Every relationship is meant to fail except the one that doesn't. Exactly, you're exactly right. I can't wait to explore this enchanting space with you. Your family of origin, they might be Italian, so they, I don't you know. Crazy. You crazy, you are what? crazy. Oh my God, that's so amazing. Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast coming to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine. Hello and welcome to Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast brought to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine. I'm your host, Colette Baron-Reed. With season two coming to a close, you know we had to go big time with spirit and give you something extra magical. And with that... Welcome to Spirit Jingle Jam. So today I'm pulling the veil back on an experience that I normally only share with my sacred Oracle Circle membership. It's something very special and it's called Spirit Jam. Spirit Jam is the only place I do one-on-one readings. It's a live Zoom setting where I connect with loved ones through mediumship, pull cards, and offer laser coaching for life, love, and business. And today you're going to experience exactly what it's like to be in the room with me and my members. Now, before we get started, I encourage you to grab a notebook and write down any messages that pop out to you. Because even though this was previously recorded, I'm going to tell you that these readings are so potent and are so strongly connected to the collective that spirit might speak directly to you. So just because I'm reading a specific person doesn't mean it's just for that one person. You might find a hidden treasure in something that comes through because that's the power of spirit. So without further ado, I welcome you to Spirit Jingle Jam. Hey, Trisha. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, let's look at your question. So I'm wondering if there's anyone on the other side. That would be first. Uh, Did you lose a husband? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, I kept connecting to somebody who wanted to hug you. Uh, as soon as I saw your face. Yes, he was a hugger. And he used to go behind you and hug you right he says he wants you to he wants I can't do it he goes you could do it I went no I can't she's on a zoom but anyway it's that sense of being hugged um he's actually kind of perplexed by what we're doing right now he may not have been a big believer in this he needs now absolutely right absolutely like what the hell is going on right now that I'm that I'm here like he's actually I swear to god kind of in shock at the moment that we're talking yes Um, he's he's sorry he made fun of you when you were into all of this. <laughs> he didn't um, appreciate my crystals. <laughs> no, he did not. Now he does. Now he does. He wants to apologize for being mean. 
So he's saying that he was quite gruff, especially towards the end, and that you didn't deserve it. And that what you really deserved was for him to be present to you. And he was quite afraid in the last six months of his life. And I'm not really exactly sure because he's kind of coming in. And, you know, when they when they're really shocked at being here when and when we call them in and then they're like this and he's like, who am I talking to? Sorry, because I hear him swearing in my head. And he's like. You know, and then he's showing me a big truck. I don't know why I'm all of a sudden seeing a big truck. Was he a trucker? Did he have a big truck? Where was he going when uh, he couldn't go where he was supposed to go uh, before he died? What was that all about? He left and went back to the mainland. Uh, I'm in Hawaii. He left the mainland. And I think he regretted that. Oh, hugely. Hugely. That's what the whole thing like is like he tractor trailered everything and then couldn't get home. He goes, I should have come home. I should have come home. Um, did you kick him out? He said you kicked him out in my head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he didn't leave. He did not leave willingly, he says. No. Uh, it was well. He yeah. was drinking and I gave him a choice. Good for you. Let me just say this. Good for you. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's an interesting man because. He wants to say, apologize for a number of things, but is too self-contained. He never wanted to say he was wrong in life. So he said, she won't believe me if I'm saying sorry. That's what he's saying to me. She won't believe believe him. But you know what I mean? Yeah, he he feels, well, he couldn't make a choice. He couldn't choose. Um, He did have cirrhosis. So there was a a level of um, disease that kind of ate away at him. And I know it's really interesting because I can always pick up the alcoholics because I am a recovered alcoholic, right? And uh, he understood that he picked, he cho- his choices were something he had no choice over, but he knows that's not an excuse. Um, he wants you to know that all your woo-woo is 100% true, true. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, and he and and you can call on him. He feels that he owes you. You can always call on him when you need extra spiritual energy. He definitely feels that he owes you. You were the love of his life. You were the only one that knew him and still loved him and loved him enough to tell him get out because he didn't leave you that. Like he would have stayed and done and continued to hurt himself. Woo! Oh. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thank you you. for being here. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, He's, uh, yeah, he wants you to talk to him and, you know, like talk to him. And he said, use one of your effing crystals. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? Which one? I don't know, but that's what the... That's what he's saying. Oh. Effing crystals. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Colette. Thank you. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. Okay. Hello, Cindy. Hello, Colette. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Me too. Can you help me with uh, relationships? I can help you with anything, I hope. (laughs) I hope so too. A little bit of background. I've been single very, very many years, 23 years, and not to go way back, but say within the last year and a half, I've kind of connected with some, a couple of guys online. We had long conversations. And then, you know, I try to be real careful, try, you know, before you give too much information, all that, get to the point of they want to meet. I agree. They disappear. After you meet, they've disappeared after you met? No, no. Oh, before you met. Okay. That's okay. So 
that was in the recent past, say within the last year and a half, a couple recently, I've been talking to someone new that I'm just want to try to get a feel for. I'm kind of nervous. I like him. Yeah. Um, just not really sure if my, I, I don't trust my gut, I guess. Yeah. I get where it. I'm coming from. I get it. Okay. So first of all, dating online is like trying people on like their shoes. Okay. So, so you can't really, you cannot go with the long conversations online because anybody could write anything, right? It's hearing the voice, smelling them, smell and hear and see, right? So, um, I met my husband online, so there is hope. Um, online dating, there's nothing wrong with it, but it is the hardest thing is when you spend too much time getting to know somebody on, you know, texting, et cetera, where anybody can hide behind that. So mm-hmm. um, I would like us to reframe your response to this. And instead of it being, you don't trust your gut, you are learning that your desire overrides because it's, you want something to work out, but you always know, I will tell you that right now, you're always going to get an indicator. Um, and the cards will always tell you the truth. The cards will always tell you the truth. And then maybe you don't want to look at what the cards say. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. online dating is like going shopping and you have to try them on. And if you're just, and it's just staring at them, like, do you know what I'm saying? If you don't take it off the hanger sure. and try it on, you're never going to know if it fits you or not. So that means meeting them in person is, is absolutely imperative. If somebody disappears before they meet you there, forget it. Don't take yeah. it personally. It's the thing yeah. is, is that online dating, you cannot take personally until you've actually met the right person. And it's all just like, oh, it's just friendship until it becomes something else. So I'd rather you not second guess your gut instinct and more admit that you want something and that you're afraid of not getting it or your expectation is, is that you're going to be disappointed. And this new person, I'm just, I did the cards on this person, more complicated, only that he is much farther away. The other two were pretty close. This person is quite far away. Are they across the country or in another country? I'm in Iowa. He's in New Jersey. Okay. Well, nothing is impossible. Uh, if you're meant to meet, you're meant to meet. And I would get on a Zoom call or I would like to see We the, have. So you have, have already, and, right? And talk through Skype. So that is great. video, we've done phone or, you know. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. You have the higher power card here. So something very meaningful is going on between the two of you. And he feels it too. Is this correct? Has he said that to you? That I, that's where I don't know. Okay. I, I think so. I feel that, but I, 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 that's where I don't trust it. You know, you have to go in with open, uh, open arms. You have between worlds. This guy is just out of a relationship. Is that correct? Not that I'm aware of. Um, he said not, he hasn't for seven years is what he told oh, me. Oh, seven years. Okay. So um, I'm wondering if he, well, okay. So I'm not seeing any big red flags with him. Let's just go there first. Okay. But I do feel that there's something in your past, I think could be you, that maybe it's you not trusting that you're not out of that disappointment phase, mm-hmm. that, that that you're still going in and looking for the red flag when it's really saying that the only red flag is the distance. You have the blessed card in protection, which means you think everybody else is going to be blessed but you, <laughs> right? So um, I would not put any stock in this until you actually meet and enjoy, you're enjoying your conversations with him, yeah. um, I, right? I mean, this is an enjoyable experience for both of you right now. There's this, this says it's great communication. They're, both of you are very intrigued by the other. Yeah, I just want to feel like I, I know he is truly interested. Yeah, 
He's interested, but you, who can, who, listen, you can't have certainty and guarantees ever. Right. Even if a person is madly in love with you and you still don't know if that's going to work out. Right. So there is a genuine intrigue on both your parts. You're mature adults. And I think the next step is for you to meet. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't matter. Like you're going to reach a point where you're going to decide whether you're going to meet or you're not going to meet. You're going to meet somebody in the next 12 to 18 months. It looks like you're in this relationship cycle anyway. Again, you're you're hanging on to like, does he like me? But you don't yeah. even know each other. Like right. how if he could like you, but so what? You need to smell the guy. You need to see him. Yeah. You need, oh, who cares if he like likes you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. who cares? You, you have to, do you like each other? Okay, that's the start. That's only a starting right. point. The race hasn't even gotten off the ground yet. I think that's where we get into trouble when we give our power away to whether somebody chooses us. And this is, I think, here, the biggest issue for you. And I'm talking about you here from the past, from the 23 years past, Mm -hmm. where there was a deep, deep, deep disappointment and a betrayal and a terrible betrayal. And you're just like, I'm closed for repairs. Well, 23 years later, there you are, the born again virgin. (laughs) Exactly. You're exactly right. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to open the gate a little bit, but you better commit to me before you strip over the line because I'm not going to get hurt again. But you can't have that. You can't. So you literally have to go in do you like him enough to be hurt? Like, I think that's it. It's like, you know, I, I like this person enough to get to know him. Don't hand your power over to anybody ever until you actually spend a little bit of time with them. And guess what? If it's really meant to be, the distance won't mean anything. Yeah. You're both at an age, you work like you're, you're portable with what you do. You're both portable. You can be anywhere. I would pursue it without attachment to the outcome. Does that make sense to you at all? It does. It's just hard to not have the attachment. Who cares? It's hard. Yes, it is hard. But it's like, I'm not in any way denigrating your vulnerability. That's what this is all about. I mean, I went, you should have seen me when I first met Mark. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me reading my cards compulsively like I tell everybody not to. Right? (laughs) So I was just as goofy as anybody. Right? It's just, it is hard because you don't want to get hurt and you want love. And you know what? You may or may not get it. But if you don't try and you don't pursue it, you're never going to find out. So looking for certainty on the other end is not going to allow you to really go through this process in a way that's legitimate. I think that this is kind of classic. I like you. I like you. Let's see where it goes. And then if it doesn't go, the next one's going to have something, right? Because you do have, you are in that kind of cycle right now to meet somebody. So, but where you need to work on is, and I'll be very frank with you, is go back in time and revisit what happened at the end and the expectations because you have a trauma that's in your body and you're like, it's, it's in there and it's coming up. Not all relationships are meant to be disappointing. Not all people are meant to be liars. Not all partners are going to screw around on you, you know, right. like not. And 23 years is a long time to protect that wound. You have to kind of roll it the is. dice. You know, you got to roll the dice right now. So um, I'm excited for you. You go out there and just give yourself a hug. And remember, if this is not the one, spirit's going to give. Every relationship is meant to fail except the one that doesn't. How's that? Right? So why not try? All right. Thank you very much. I believe in you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. 
How you doing, Wendy? Good morning, Colette. Thank you so much for being you and for just all the work that you do. As you can see, I'm excited to be here. Oh, and I'm excited that you're excited. Okay, I'm all yours. But I do want to ask you, do you have a Mary, Mary in your background? That's not, go ahead. No, there's no Mary. And there's an M, no woman with an M name, Mary Marie, uh, no. Okay. So I must oh, be. Oh, Monica. Monica is an M name. Would that be your. Is it a Monica? Would that be your mom, your aunt, your grandmother? Yes. Yes. That would be my aunt. Your aunt. Okay, good. So did she, I keep going with a rosary or, or beads. Maybe it's not a ro- Does Does that make sense about her? Like beads. She's Catholic. Oh, good. <laughs> that's her. For sure. Okay. Okay. And she's crossed. Is that correct? Because she, I've. Well, she, if not yet. Okay. I hope she hasn't. Well, I'm caretaking for her. Oh, that's who I'm picking up. Okay. So it's not that I'm picking up somebody crossed over. You're caretaking for the Catholic Monica M. Yes. Who's, who's praying to mother Mary every day. Does she have dementia or does she have, she had a stroke. That's um, it. And that's why, yes. And that's why I've been caretaking for her since she had the stroke. Thank you. Thank you. Because I'm getting the handful of the rosaries. And so I thought yeah. I was connecting to somebody who's crossed over, but oftentimes I, uh, when somebody's had a stroke, Alzheimer's, dementia, which I cannot tell, I connect to their consciousness, not knowing that they had, that they're still alive, thinking that they've crossed. Understood. Yeah. She was really- You have her on the nail in the head. Right. She was really funny before this. So she's missing her humor. Yeah. So um, I guess the frustration for her is her inability to communicate well. Does that make sense to you at all? Perfect. Yeah. So she's Mother nose. Mary, Mother Mary. Right. That's that. That's the Absolutely. rosary that she's showing me here. Okay. Yeah. She's healthy. That's interesting. So she doesn't feel like she's out. She's just kind of trapped. So um, she likes music. So when you go over and play music, she's asking for a type of music that she grew up with. I don't know what that is. And you don't play it. Or when you play it, she loves it. And you don't know that she knows that she loves it. I don't know what she's talking about, but is this making any yeah. sense? Absolutely. She loves to sing and she used to sing in the choir. Thank you. So it could be gospel music that she's, uh, yeah, whatever it was that growing up, she wants to hear more of that. And uh, now she's curious. This is fascinating. So you realize that when this is such an interesting way of showing consciousness, right? Mm. Like she's alive and yet I'm able to tune into her consciousness and she's able to have a conversation with me, like as if I was talking to a dead person. Interesting. Like, how would I know any of this stuff, right? You're right on, you're right on every account. Isn't it trippy? I find wow, it fascinating. I love it. Yeah. Okay. You I get to ask it. me a question. And she said, yes. go ahead now. She just wants to say hi. And she loves oh, that you play her music. Okay. I thank you so much for that. <laughs> uh, so my question is really about my um, calling and my creativity. Great. Let's take a look. Um, they are both entwined. So the, not everybody has this two words together. Do you understand this, right? So yes. what do you do at the moment? I had a calling about six years ago to transition from my primary profession to doing um, my mission, which is stress management and success training from a holistic perspective, combining both my science background and my spiritual background uh, to empower youth and people. Fantastic. Can I just say yay on that? end of things, but that's not getting off the ground fast enough. Is that correct? 
That is so correct. Okay. So uh, it's really interesting because it's it's what I actually segued in doing, not but not for the way you do it, but I, I worked as a performance coach. I went into intuitive strategy for a while before I launched Oracle School because it was interesting to me. And again, looking at the holistic pieces, you are not behind. The, the, what's going on here, The you have the orphaned card. You were like, oh, I'm, I'm disconnected. This is my calling. Did I make a mistake? The building blocks, which is in the protection position and deep knowing and protection. Please don't second guess yourself on this. It just hasn't quite gelled yet. It's not that it's not true. Cause I definitely look at you feeling like, did I, is this not true? Is this like, you know, you're kind of like, how am I going to get it out there? I don't quite get it. Is this making any sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolute Please do not sense. give this up. Please do not give this up. It is taking a little bit of time. You've always been ahead of yourself uh, your whole life. You've seen things ahead of, of, and the frustration is that you know where you could be. And I also see you standing on a stage. This looks like an audit, a school auditorium. So I'm speaking to in a school auditorium for a graduating class or something like that, where you're giving a speech or talking to people. Um, so there's a curriculum that I'm seeing in here that you may, that's something that's an offering that is still in process. There's a lot of things I feel like we're still in process. Does this make any sense to you at all? Nail on the head. Okay, good. Nail on the head. I have a couple of curriculums in the works that I'm trying to get out there. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So um, I think, you know, it's really interesting because I know that when we think about performance coaching, we want people to be at their highest, highest expression of self. The issue is, is that we're doing it in a system that is disintegrating, which of course the push, push consumerist, I've got to be linear, linear, very yang without mm -hmm. a whole lot of space for the creative yin, right? The reception. And that's what you're bringing together. And you're ahead of your time. Like this is only stuff people are beginning to talk about. Nobody in that, in the performance coaching field are talking about that yet. They're still talking about like the mindset, which is not, which doesn't take into account collective trauma. It's not, you know what I mean? It doesn't take into account any of those things, but you're actually managing that already, right? So you already understand all of this and how to bring this to people and that nobody's been ready yet. Yes. Now they're that getting seems ready. That's been my experience. Right. They're getting ready now. So, so you're just been two years too soon. Yes. That's exactly it. Yeah. You're two years too soon. So next year, it feels like the time to launch. I mean, listen, a lot of people launched their online businesses during COVID and did great. But for you, the sense of where you're heading with this is, again, it starts next year. It's really January, February of next year and moving into 2024. And because you are both teaching and speaking, like there's a TED talk out of this too that I'm seeing, right? So you've been sitting on that. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. There you go. Well, I'm nailing it today. Oh. <laughs> On all cylinders. Wow. <laughs> One of the things I like about you is that you are not a dilettante who's just deciding to be this and running out the door calling yourself an expert. You have put the time and effort in. Oh and, my goodness, And yes. that is why you will be successful. It's like we need people who have expertise in the field that they say they do, and you do. You have it. So the psychological background, neuroscience, all of the co the consciousness work that you've already studied now, it is time for you to get out there. Loyal heart, you build a community. So 
The issue that I'm having with you right now is that I have so many balls in the air. I'd like to take some of them out of the air and put them into practice. So I definitely see the TED Talk. It's TEDx, I believe, in the south, I think, somewhere. Then I have, that's also going to build the following that's going to go on your website. Then I'm seeing you doing a curriculum that is for businesses on one hand over here, but then on this side, it's more for, I'm wondering if it's, it may not be high school, it could be college, I don't know, but I'm going to say that there are students um, and and they're over there. And you don't know which one is going to be the bigger draw. You will know when you get there. Then I want to talk about uh, painting. So what do you paint, create, uh, painting is a, is a symbol for me. It's just an icon. So That's okay. what do you do in terms of your creativity? I am a songwriter with a passion for okay. music. So uh, that is a hobby right now from what I'm seeing. So that when I see painting, that means that when I go up and down like this on a canvas, it means that it's an incomplete. So um, that's completely separate from all of this. You've had two things published. Is that correct too? No, not just yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on that right now. Okay. I have a song that's in the works that is published. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And then the second one's coming. Okay. So we'll have two by the end of the year. You're going to end up being surprised because I believe somebody is going to grab this and it's going to end up on some type of a soundtrack or something. And it's, it's kind of odd. Like it's like everybody else does it for years and you've been doing it and then boom, out it goes. Anyway, that's a kind of like a, a wild card. Okay. And, but you have to do it. Otherwise you'll never, ever, ever be happy. Like you have to Mm. keep doing it. That's in your blood. Um, Mm -hmm. No matter how, where it goes, it doesn't really matter. It's something that has to be part of your life. You will Mm -hmm. atrophy if it's not. Yes. Make sense? Yes. Yes. Will it be successful? Can I look forward to some success with Um, the music? I would say that you're going to have an unusual success, uh, which is you're not going to quit your other work you're going to be understood do you understand that so you'll end up combining it uh, yes. like i see yeah. you on stage there it is you've either sang a song and then talked or else you're playing your music and talk so there's an integration of a one woman yes. show that is both I, I don't know what i'm talking about now but it's like a one woman show does this make any sense this is like crazy absolutely that's that's the project i have that my big project for my calling i want to integrate both Oh, good. You know, okay. Well, then entertainment and training. So I, that's how I do it now. Well, then I am going to go out on a limb and say, yes, the success seed has already been planted. But this is, I see this filmed too. I see it filmed. So maybe that's the, yeah. I also, I'm a filmmaker too. I, I write um, programs and films and movies and things like that as well. Well, I don't, I'm going to end it there. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. I appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you so very much. Yeah, that was cool. That was very cool. Oh, this is so much fun. Before we move on to the next person, though, we're going to take a little break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. And we are back. Let's continue the magic with more messages from Spirit. Who's up next? Hi there. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I just love you. I'm excited you're excited. I love you. Okay. Yes, so excited. Such a fan. So I want to ask you, I am tuning into an alcoholic. So, yeah. My cousin, she passed in June. Okay. And did she leave a big mess with, I don't know what, what I want to say, but a big legal mess and a big like mishmash of mess. And it just feels like... Yeah, there was a big mess and you yeah. 
Does this make any sense? And were you guys? Oh called? yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Cause she's, she's actually, wow. This like a suicide is what I'm picking, but not. Well, uh, a slow ahead. death, but by alcohol. By alcohol. Yeah. That's what alcoholism is that. And she said oh, that yeah. you tried to help her when she was younger. Mm-hmm. and wouldn't listen. But no, I mean, listen, it's not that she doesn't listen. It's that alcoholism is a disease that's going to kill you. So this this makes a lot of sense. Anyway, she's really, she just wants to apologize for all the mess that she left. But she, then she made a joke saying she was a mess her whole life. So you guys are used to her. Um, yeah. But uh, she's just going to have- And loved. Yeah. yeah she I had just a loved her. character and was fun. Like, so she wasn't one of these alcoholics that were like angry or she was a riot. She was like a complete, yes. like- Train wreck, but fun, a fun train wreck, right? Yeah, so. until she wasn't. Right, until she, she wasn't. She got, yeah. Until she wasn't, and then it was really yeah. well, yeah. horrible. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. wants you to remember the good times and uh, how, ma- how much trouble she used to get everybody into. Okay, um, what has she got to do with Massachusetts? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Why am I looking at New England all of a sudden? I'm not sure. She's from Georgia. No. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at New England for a reason right now. Um, where do you live right now? So I'm just going to... Washington sw- State. You live where? Washington State. Washington, you live on the other uh, side of the country. I'll, I'll come back to this, but I am definitely picking up Massachusetts. It could be that I'm picking somebody else up right now. So I'm going to turn that dial off for a second. So let's just see who... who the- oh, you know what? I have a message for somebody. I'm going to just put it out there before I, I'm going to come back to you. Um, because I opened up the valve, this is another alcoholic. Um, this is an alcoholic that keeps saying wicked, um, which is definitely a Massachusetts statement. Also a cousin or aunt. And your name is starts with a D or their name started with a D. They're either Dorothy or Donna or you're Dorothy or Donna. And literally she's just come through just waving and saying, oh, I just want to say something and thanks. That's it. So anyway, I have no idea what that was all about, but now let's come back to you. I just needed to clear that out, but that's definitely, if it wasn't your person, it's somebody else's. And if it's not a Dorothy or Donna, that's definitely uh, somebody else's. Okay. So what question do you want to ask? Honestly, I just want to hear what spirit wants me to know. I'm excellent to be here and whatever it is you want me to know, girl, I'm here to All receive All right. It. So you got chaos and conflict around you at the moment, milk and honey and all the glitters. Okay. So, um, Right now, there's a lot of things that are up in the air around you at the moment. Feels very, you feel conflicted about this. What am I speaking about? Do you want to give me a little bit more? Well, I'm, I'm not, it could be several things. I, I'm having a hard time changing some of my negative uh, patterns. Thank you. That's all I need to know. Okay. That's because the next one is milk and honey. So that's good. You are, this makes a lot of sense about sabotaging myself. And the other was milk and honey and protection, which is but addiction. So I understand now while I picked her up, pointing at you, totally get it. Could be food, could be like something that you say you're going to do that you're not going to do. Sugar, there's a pre-diabetic condition. So it's definitely an eating disorder that I'm picking up here that comes and goes and you're mad at yourself all the time. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why your cousin came in. (laughs) pointing at you. I totally get it. Anyhow, don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. Don't. This is how you have given yourself comfort. So uh, I think we can psychologically label ourselves too often and then put ourselves in a corner by 
putting a label on it. Like I think a lot of people have those psycho diagnostic language that people want to put themselves in categories, my ADHD, my addiction, my this, my that, and I, my trauma. And I think that while it's very beneficial to know that we have certain things, it's also an excuse for some of us. Oh, well, I've been traumatized. So therefore this, right. And the, the truth is, is we definitely need to love ourselves and be compassionate, but we do need to make better choices. My feeling for you is if you could just stick to one day at a time and don't worry about what you did yesterday, right? Because then you just go on a vicious cycle and then you say, I have this thing and I'm doing it wrong and I'm blah, 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 right? And then right. you create your own right. chaos. Is this making any sense? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's, I think that because we look for certainty right now, unfortunately, a lot of us are misusing psychological language to give ourselves certainty. Oh, well, I'm doing this. So it's this my this, like I even said, you have an eating disorder, but we know that you have it and you've had it for a long time, but it, but let's relabel that. Right. I'm taking my comfort right now. Cause this is the only way I've learned how. True. Yeah. Right. That's true. So I think for you right now, the milk and honey, which makes total sense, which by the way, there's a theory in goddess culture, you know, pre patriarchy or whatever, pre-monotheism pre actually, uh, in goddess culture, the way that they created a link between them and the goddess, if they had a ritual, uh, was to pour honey, milk, and wheat and grain into the ground, right? So think of it, sweet, milk, creamy, and grains, so that was part of, you know, ritual to communicate and to give service to the goddess. So a lot of this is about you trying to reach your own divine feminine, right? And I have been on a journey. Yes. Bingo. That. You've been a huge part of that, by the way, Aww. of helping me Thank unfold. You. I mean, oh. I've been, yeah. Can you then be less rigid and a little bit more flexible on your unfolding? and give your expectations a bit of a break. It's called the road less traveled and not easy street for a reason, you know? This is, you're doing a lot of shadow work and you know, there's a lot of deep loneliness there and there's a sense of, you know, you feel everybody's feelings. You feel that, that loneliness I think comes from our deep spiritual disconnection. And I'm seeing that that's actually what you try to stuff sometimes using those very same things that we give to the goddess, right? Mm. So be kinder to yourself when you do this. Sometimes it's what you need to do. I think it's really that you could be way worse. <laughs> yeah, true. Right? Yeah. Oh, agreed. And I'm grateful for so much. Just remember that and remember that sometimes we need to give the grief space and like and step into it instead of try to escape and run away. But don't punish yourself when you do the escape route. Instead, just say, ah, oh, you know what? I must have needed to do that until you don't. Okay. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. You're, I love you. Can we open up the chat? Lori? Who owned the lady from Massachusetts? Oh, there's a Donna. She says it's me. Okay. Hey, Donna. <laughs> All right. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Wicked cool. Somebody on the other side wanted to just say, and they smelled like beer. That's the other. No, I mean, I, sm I actually smell beer. I'd love to hear what Donna has to say about that. <laughs> Woo. I'm going to a pub to, re to rescue this person. Grab them off, the, off a chair. Hey, Gregory. 
Hello. Good morning. Good morning, my darling. What is your? How coffee? are you? I have this great. Is, this is my first time ever getting to have coffee with Auntie Colette. I've never <laughs> had, never had you're... a reading, never had guys. I love that you're calling me Auntie Colette. I love, I love it. Love okay, it. take advantage. <laughs> I think my question is rooted in uh, my purpose, work, career. Yep. Uh, Let's take a look. And uh, FYI, everybody in here, I am going to be putting on, I don't know exactly which month, but uh, we are going to be doing a business, a woo-woo business, intuitive entrepreneur class. So for those of you who are interested, there'll be business coaching for that. You are on point already, but you just haven't put all the pieces together. (laughs) (laughs) You have all the parts, honey. All the puzzle pieces. (laughs) You don't have to go find any more and you just haven't put them together. Now, um, part of what's going on here is your connection to music without it being writing. So I'm trying to remember, do you do healing with music or music or art therapy or something like that? So I'm a therapist in the United States. So yes, a lot of it's not so much composing, but using music as a medium and tool to help um, enhance others' lives. Yeah. Well, you have not put this together with, uh, with your spiritual piece yet. And I think it's because you're classically trained in the other, right? So that's, that's what's preventing you from getting that you have to emerge your spiritual work, the cards, like understand these two have to come together. (gasps) That's nice to hear. (laughs) Right. Have you been thinking about that? Ah, for a long time. Yeah. I feel like recently, um, yeah, well, you're ready it's been now. Coming really bubbling to surface. Good. Okay. Well, can I'm, I just... I'm getting, I'm, yes, I'm so frustrated, but happy. <laughs> Happily frustrated. <laughs> you're happy and frustrated. Okay, so let's talk about happy and frustrated. And there's one of the things that we're probably going to talk about in the business class coming up next year. This is very normal for any of us. If you can imagine what the frustration part is, is when you start to imagine what it is that you see, very similar to the woman that we had earlier with Monica, who she was looking after, who had the music and had that stuff. And that like, why isn't it getting off the ground? And it's like, if you look at what a tulip is like in the winter, because it's one of the first, or crocuses is even a better one, is the first uh, flower to come out of the soil, at least in the Northern hemisphere that I know of. So here it comes. Well, how do you think that little, that amazing, tiny, little, fragile flower does pushing up against hard ground, winter ground, there has to be resistance, pushing through the resistance, right? So, so that can feel frustrating. So don't mistake your frustration for I'm not getting it. Okay, I, boy, oh boy. I, oh, I was going to say, I wish this was recorded and it is. <laughs> <laughs> so for, especially for a solo entrepreneur like you, cause that's what you are. You don't have a lot of people to have any feedback with. That's also an issue, oh, wow. right? That's the thing. Damn, you don't I'm have sorry. a lot of. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Who are you going to talk to about this stuff? So you kind of are doing everything inside like a bubble. Again, one of the reasons why we're launching this next year. So for you, this is the mistaken idea that there's something wrong because you feel this frustration, but you perfectly said it. I feel happy and frustrated. So really, you're feeling that kind of growth push out of that packed ground. What I am doing is telling you that these are the components of it. 
one of your biggest stumbling blocks is going to be that you keep going back to the classical training that you had and you kind of like, well, how do I put this together? And there is a flexibility that you need to ask those questions, which you've been in Oracle school more than once. I know you. So yes. remember that we teach you is say, well, oh, that's interesting. So, so you have to start using your curiosity and try things and go like, oh, I wonder how I could do it this way. And I wonder where intuition will come. You really shouldn't read a book called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. I don't know if you've re read that book. It's so good. The War of Art. The no. War of Art. Yeah. Just the don't mind his, he's very cisgendered, white male, kind of rah-rah. Okay. Uh, he's a filmmaker, but his his attitude is, you know, you just kind of have to get around that. But his body of work is excellent because he talks about how resistance, if you don't push past it, then it's like your enemy, right? So, yes. Uh, and also to give yourself space, giving yourself space to like, feel into it, feel into it. Um, know that that intuitive space is missing when you're too structured. Does this make sense? Yes. Um, I always have a wonderful ideas. Ideas always come. I'm always blessed to have ideas. Like I can have ideas all day, but it's like, oh, trying the implementation of I'm like, oh God, I don't know how to do this or you know, so that's, yeah, I've been working through that. So here is my advice around this. Um, remember that one step towards the gods and they take 10 towards you. You need a, a journal. And what are some of my inspired ideas? Knowing that some of them could be caca. It's like throwing spaghetti yeah. against the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, not all ideas are going to work, but at least you have to try them. So you know how we yes. talk about beta classes. You know how I did the good tarot classes, a beta, you beta things. I did Oracle school as a beta once yeah. in the very beginning. It's like, we're trying it out and seeing what works. You know, I it was an experiment in the very beginning. You need to experiment and you need to have somebody to experiment with. This makes sense. Right. You need a partner and you need somebody to say, okay, like I'm, you know, maybe one of your oldest clients say, hey, can you come? I want to try some things out. And it's because you're too much in a vacuum right now that you don't, do you get it? You got to beta this. This makes a lot of sense. A lot of things have opened up. Like I have my music therapy, but I've been doing it for almost 15 years. Um, I feel like in the past, I had a lot of health things. A lot of things have cleared up. Great. I've taken a lot of things out of my life that aren't helpful. Yep. And I feel like my intuition has really like. Great. Uh, up a notch. Up, up leveled. Um, Perfect. I've been doing some readings with some very, for people that want them, only like a couple here and there, but they've been very intuitive and I've just been, a, I've just been open to receiving and some great things have happened with that. Um, okay. So I'm, I, I'm going to stop nurture. you right here. You're going to have to start owning this. I can feel, hear it in your voice that you're, you're, you're nervous still. Like I'm not really owning it and that's, that's okay. You have to start somewhere and, but owning it and like, don't apologize for like, well, you know, I have a few readings. I'm just going to let it come. No, no, you are an intuitive. Like you've taken Oracle school four times now. You've been, you are a certified Oracle guide. You already are that. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> right. You are going to do this and I'm going okay. to do it. And look what I've done. Isn't this amazing? I started yes. one with one reading. You think we start with a huge career? No, huh. you start with one or two readings. Isn't that great? Let's celebrate it. Yes. Okay. I want you to celebrate those two readings or whatever readings, right? <laughs> like, whoa, I did it. I'm going to do it again now. You really have the skill. And you know what the skill is? You know when to move yourself out of the way. That's the skill. Is like, oh, it's not about me. 
that's been the biggest lesson. Yeah. That's get right. Get the heck out of the way. Get the yes. heck out of the way. That's the practice. Get the heck out of the way. That's how we get our ideas that are inspired. They're of the spirit, intuition, and, and our imagination are in service to that inspiration. They all come together and bam, there you have it. So bridging those two things and then creating some type of interesting curriculum that blends like... That's, I know you're thinking about that. So I just, I just the cards are saying, okay. <laughs> you have new life, higher power, loyal heart, and deep knowing. What the heck else are you going to get? Oh, this is great because right before your call, I said, what do I need to know from Woda before this call? And I got no place like home and protection. So if I do what I do, I'm going to get what I get. Yes. Do something different. Get out of the way. Do something different. And also understand this, that, you know, you have to own home inside you as well, right? And it's okay. Whatever we did in the past worked, but now we want to do something different. So if you do what you did, you're going to get what you got, but you want something unique and different. You want to put these two together and you want to look for the bridge. So My your soul next, needs it. Yeah. Uh, that's what My I did. My soul needs it. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it. And you're not doing it alone. You're not in a vacuum. You have other people to talk to here. Thank you. Hey, Lori. You can hear me now? I certainly can. How you oh doing? Oh my God. Thank you so much. You are so I, welcome. I've been asking spirit for inspiration. And this morning I got, put up your hand. <gasps> there and you. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's not going to pick me. And then I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to pick me. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is so fun. It works. It works. Okay. It works. Yeah. And it, and it always works when we surrender, right? It's like, I'm going to put yes. up my hand. Well, I don't know. And I've been watching Spirit Jam for three years. Hey, that's right. That's this the last just... time I had a, a, a reading was on my birthday three years ago. Oh my gosh. Isn't this cool? All right. Well, anything goes. You can ask me anything you like. I'm all <sighs> yours. I feel like I have closed a a whole book of my life and I'm starting a new book. Perfect. It's exciting, but it's scary. And I know I have to move. Okay. I know a move is coming up. I'm trying to buy a house with my roommate. Okay. But I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be going a different direction, doing it alone, but I'm not financially secure enough to do that yet. Um, I still have my business is new. What what are you doing now, Lori? I'm a, an I'm astrologer. Great. Okay, that's all I need to know. So I like your roommate. Um, you got great cards with it supporting this move. So you've got I'll just tell you what they are from Woto: flexible, clean it up, milk and honey, and poised. So what you need to clean up is the idea that this is the forever thing. Like it's not. It's a stepping stone. You guys are doing this as an investment. Um, you'll live in it for a while, then you'll eventually go move on into your different directions, but there's nothing wrong with this roommate. And this is a really good investment. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is a very neutral relationship. You got good boundaries with this person. Is this correct? Yes. Yeah. Very, very yes. good. Very good. Very good. Good business partner. And like, again, keep your boundaries clean. Right. Um, but this is an investment. You will sell this property if you decide to do, if this is a decision that you're making, right? Again, I'm only making it, I'm only looking at the cards based on the decision. So you see the, us actually buying the house? I see you buying a house. I don't know if it's a the house, house right? Okay, because so could... we've had trouble getting a mortgage just because we're both self-employed. Yeah, so what? You've, you only need one mortgage from one person. So somebody's going to give it to you. Right. Yeah. At some point you just have to show bank statements over three years or four years. I've been self-employed and have bought houses and whatever. Right. So this is before I was ever really that successful. So um, right. I'm, I don't see this as being a big problem. You just need to 
get the correct paperwork, but somebody is going to take a risk. It may be a little higher, the mortgage rate, because that you are self-employed, but it looks like yeah. a good investment is what I'm seeing. I don't see you going on, on your own anyway just yet, even if the two of you decide okay. to continue to rent and rent a bigger place or whatever. Um, at some point, it's just not now. It works for you to have somebody else and to split, to split your fees. <laughs> I'm a Libra moon. Oh, you're a Libra moon. I'm a Libra I'm, moon. I'm a Libra rising. I know what you mean. I'm partners, yeah. partners. Well, let's, let's do it together. Let's do it together. It works right. out great. It works out great. Um, here's what you need to clean up. There is some kind of inflexibility around, again, you're more than an astrologer. So you have a different, another gift on top of that. And you're funny. It's interesting, just similar to what I said to Gregory about being kind of stuck in a, in a, well, this is this structured way of doing things. Then I have this more fluid way of doing things over here. And somehow I don't put them together. Uh, Is this making any sense? Yes. Okay. I've been getting, spirit has been asking me to do something more to yeah. take the big leap. And I'm like, well, what is it? Yeah, it'll what show up. It? I Obviously, I don't see it. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. So maybe it's blending the cards with your astrology. Maybe it's like Deborah Silverman and I are doing stars and cards for Hay House next year. And we want to train astrologers how to use the oracle cards to help the client navigate their chart, right? So it's I've been like, through Deborah's school and your school. Right? There you go. And <laughs> I've you're, been through both of your schools. Haven't you thought of so. doing that? Putting the two together? It makes yeah, you I'm special. I'm shy about the oracle cards. See? I'm, Look at you. I'm so I'm sh- confident get over with it. astrology. Yes, because it's mathematics. But, and I've been doing it for 25 years. Yeah. I've but, been doing it a long time. Yeah, but it's like, and it's math. So, for example, let's say somebody's got a Pluto transit, right? They've got a Pluto transit over the next two years or whatever, like I had, right? Now I'm out of mine, right? So you know, how do I make Pluto my boyfriend is basically the question. And you take the cards and say, <laughs> okay, here's my suggestions. Here's what the Oracle is saying for you specifically. Here's a way for you to navigate this difficult transit that I see coming up. Let's do the cards on that. What do you say? Oh, that's great. What could I expect from this? Like, what do I have to watch out for? Then the, then you have a whole other skill set you are offering people that makes you unique and different. Yeah. I tell, I'll tell you a secret. I actually do that with the readings before I do them. And then you don't tell the people. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that's time to tell I the ask people. Spirit, I ask spirit, what do they need to hear me say? And then what, you do the cards what do and they don't need tell them. For me to, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about this? Let's do that. Let's keep doing that. And then when they're sitting in front of you, then you keep going. Because right. <laughs> I right. do think that there's a, there is a level of confidence that then becomes even more intimate for somebody when you add the cards right. into an astrology reading. And so, and that is actually, Deb and I were talking about that recently, just about maybe even creating some type of bridge between the two, because it really does work. So yes. besides that, uh, finances are stable, according to what I'm seeing here, milk and honey. It's like, really love what you do. You're very good honey. at what you do. Um, you're very lucky at the moment, yeah. right? You don't have a whole lot yes, of stress here. Yes, I feel here. lucky. Yes. Yeah, you feel very ready, poised is the card that comes up. Clean yeah. clean it up is actually potentially your clutter in the house. It could be just something yes. that simple, like, oh, we need to like get an organizer in here because it does look like you need to throw a whole bunch of stuff out and you're like a little squirrel kind of. I'm a Taurus rising. <laughs> oh, so you don't want to give it away. I get yeah. it. Yeah, I get <laughs> no, it. No, but I will detach. I, I need you to. You need to. You're right. Yeah, I that's the clean and clear. That's the only thing that I'm seeing in here that to, to advise you is that you need to declutter and it is environmental and even not in your head. Like it's not even up here. It's like literally a, over in there in the corner, all those books, like we have to get rid of them. Yep. 
That's if I what, could show you this room, you'd go, you need to clean it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's basically my only advice to you. See what happens. The roommate scenario, like I said, you're either going to buy something that's a good investment with that person and it, you will be paying a higher rate. That's the other thing that I am seeing that. Such is life. Such is life. If you want to do that. And if not, it doesn't even matter. It looks, looks like you've got a great situation here. If you end up renting again, it's still okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Colette. Thank you so, <laughs> you so, so much. You are so welcome, Lori. Finally. Finally. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yay. Hi, Geraldine. Okay. So uh, first of all, I, I'm not going to gab away because <laughs> I'm so excited to see you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in, in Oracle Palooza, my father dragged me to you. Oh, wow. And freaked me out, freaked me out. But I never got an actual reading with you. So I am. Here we are. Reading. I am. Let me ask you reading. a question. Why yeah. am I smelling pickles with your dad? Because Garlic he was pickles. He was German and uh, oh. German American. And one like of his. Pickles. That's so hilarious because ah. he would cut. He had the worst diet on the planet. Worst right. diet. He would come home after a long night of drinking, right? Bad breath. A long night of drinking and eat um, in the middle of the night liverish sandwiches with pickles. pickles. Right. (laughs) And he was worse than pickles. He he also liked that stinky cheese, the real stinky one, a Limburger. Yeah, Limburger cheese. Because you know what's so funny? I smell him right now, and he smells like garlic and something rotten. So I'm, I'm very happy. sorry. No, no, that's okay. But we at least know it's him, right? We know it's him. So it's um, wild that he's still around. Uh, he's me, making uh, up for lost time. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Let me let me bring him through. Let me let me see what's up here. Because okay. then you can ask me a question. Because he's actually telling me that you're 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 supposed to ask me a question about something else. But okay. Um, so you think about that. Well, um, oh, there is one thing he wants to apologize for abandoning the family. And, and, uh, even though you might like to make excuses for him because you do, he says, you have all of them. You're the one that makes excuses for him. He says, there's no excuse for a lot of what he did to the family, but everybody kind of created a bubble around themselves to, to escape from the pain of his inconsistency. Um, and, and he knows that he was like that. And you also know he really loved you and he loved yeah. the family, but he yeah. was not a present man. Um, no, 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 so no, no, no. Apologize for that. He is asking you to get your blood sugar or your glucose tested. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or it could be that you're either quitting sugar or that something to do with sugar um, it, or your sugar is off or hypoglycemia. Or well, whatever. I just have, I know that my sugar is good because I just got that checked, but I think oh, it's something, I, and this could be a stretch, but I am presently looking for my biological father. Right. So that's what the thing is then. That's why you have to get the test. I get it. I get it. Not so. <laughs> thank you. And then he may have diabetes, the biological father. Possibly. That, you know, you that, know what? You know, can I just tell you this? Can I just tell you this? He yes. is so, he's your dad. He is like so upset right now. He's like, I'm her father. Like, oh my God. You like, say I that am her time. father. Like, he, 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 like he's, he's he like, almost didn't tell me about my dad. He would, he would never, even though my mother would, before my mother passed away very <laughs> early, he, she had to tell me I was adopted. 
Yeah, he yeah, refused yeah. to. He refused to. When I would say he, to him, "But Dad, can you tell me something about my birth family?" I'm your father. That's why he's saying father. that to me now. <laughs> That's funny. I'm her father. Okay, so he's not helping me at all okay. right, right now. So he's yelling, "I'm her father" in my head. Um, but the other thing is, though, too, is that there is a relationship between blood sugar. So maybe he's just saying that you went and got the tests or whatever, but he's maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But that just uh, happened. So I know it's OK. That may so. be just that recently then he's, he's you've just done the test or whatever. But I, I will say that um, uh, he is pointing to the fact that your family of origin is very similar to this family, although they might be Italians. Um, and that's very because he's German, right? So the, I don't are you know. Crazy, you are what? crazy. Oh my god, that's so amazing. So the man that I'm looking for, this is, this is such a long story, and I don't want to like burden you with okay. everything, but but it's such a fabulous story that I really I could do a TED talk on it because that's how cool it is. Okay. Sixty five years of me searching. And two years ago, my birth sister finds me. She's Irish. I knew. I mean, look at the face. Irish, right? And all the information up until two years ago, New York had no open records for adoptees. I couldn't find out anything, you know. So, so where's the, the Italian people, from the Irish? It's a, so yeah. the Italian is my father, right? My, okay, so that's what and my Irish aunts, who I've never got to meet, right. all used to talk about the Italian that took your mother the out. Italian. And he was lovely. yes, okay, that's my so. father. But All here's right, the so thing. Here's the thing. The DNA, no Italian blood. I'm don't even Jewish, worry about it. Half Irish. Can I tell you something? DNA yes. is stupid because I went and got my DNA done with 23andMe yeah. and Ancestry.com. Right. Yeah. So the wow. DNA tests are not conclusive. They cannot tell you 100%. Wow. Yeah, but your dead dad here who's still claiming that that guy was not your dad as far as he's concerned. <laughs> But he was Italian. He let me see that. Um, uh, and is not going to tell me if he's dead or alive because he's not going to help you. One bit. Um, but this is very hilarious. You would assume that these people have learned something on the other side and they come back. And they still retain a little bit of their personalities, even though they want to apologize for things. But anyway, so um, bottom line is you will probably discover it. Yay or nay, it doesn't really matter. But um, it is very interesting that you're discovering these things now. But your dad in spirit is still maintaining. He's the one who loved you. He's he the did. one who took care of you. Even yes. though he said sometimes I was a shitty dad. He um, was totally but, that. But I, <laughs> but I loved him dearly too. I still yeah. loved him too. It didn't matter. I, I still didn't loved matter. him. Um, yeah. And so exactly whether there was schnapps or no schnapps. <laughs> right? And whether, and wait a minute. This is All right. Okay. Can I ask you a question? You know, we've done. For, I have oh, to, for reading. Oh, I'm sorry. I really. Well, no, no, no. You know what? Ask me fast. Ask me fast. Okay. I feel, well, your I dad just said for you to your dad just got for... so mad at me for saying no. Just right now. I'm like, okay, I'll pull her a card. I okay. just want. I just want a card to tell me there's so much going on in my life. Just, just for spirit to give me something. Spirit is telling you you are wandering between realms at the moment and are not there yet. So okay. whatever it is, you are traveling through a series of circumstances, none of which will remain the same for a period, for any length of time. 
Mm-hmm. So that means that you are no longer where you were and no long and not yet where you want to go. And okay. this in between time is time where you should be resting, you should be mm-hmm. using your curiosity, you should mm-hmm. be taking excellent care of your health, and you should not be stressing out on a lot of the stuff that is not yours. Right. Thank you. Right? Thank you, and thank you, you for everything. You are so welcome. You this give me so. You give all of us so much, and I, I, I just <laughs> want to say thank you. I love your podcast. I love everything. I pulled the deer card. Uh, I'm going to try to be gentle. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> thank okay. You. Thank you. Love I love you. you too. Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to our first ever Spirit Jingle Jam. I hope you took something away that creates more magic in your life and lit you up from the inside out. To join us for our next live Spirit Jam and to learn more about my sacred community, the Oracle Circle membership, please go to itwpodcast.com forward slash bonus or click the bonus area in the episode's description. OCM, or the Oracle Circle membership, is where we partner with spirit and connect to the divine. And it's so precious to me because I get to be with you live twice a month. I give you access to my meditation library, share mini lessons, monthly spreads, and other tools to help you navigate this blessed life. And in case you're wondering about what we have coming up with the podcast, listen to this. We are launching our second mini-series, and it's called Spirit and Recovery. It's coming on February the 7th. This mini-series focuses on conversations about healing modalities and philosophies we can all engage in to recover from both collective and personal trauma and addiction. I'm talking to some of the most amazing people on the planet, so please tune in to Spirit and Recovery this February. We are also currently recording season three. Yes, number three. Can you even believe it? So look out for that launching this spring. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and our newsletter to keep up to date with episode releases, launch dates, and prize giveaways. Head on over to itwpodcast.com if you haven't signed up yet. Thank you so much for listening. I love you and I appreciate you for all your support. We'd also like to thank all the amazing guests who came on for season two of Inside the Universe. I'm going to take a page out of Glynis McCann's book and just say, the best is yet to come. From everyone here at Inside the Universe, we wish you a wonderful and peaceful holiday season. I'm Colette Baron-Reed. Until next time, be well. Network Studios. Thanks to our recording engineer, Chris Dupuy, executive producer, Connie Deletti, story editor, Julie Fink, and post-production audio by Lonnie Carmichael. Original theme music written and performed by Michael Seifert at Summa Recording. And all other music you hear in this episode is courtesy of APM Music. If you love what you are hearing and want to keep up to date on episode releases, bonus content, and prize giveaways, please visit us at itwpodcast.com. 
Also, we'd really appreciate a Wootastic review on Apple or Spotify. So please subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you join us next time for another episode on Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast brought to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine.